0: Hello everyone and welcome to the new Nerd Nation Entertainment Podcast. I'll be your host today, Hank Zappa, proud to be here. Today, as any other day, we have a guest. So let's give him a call.
1: Hello?
0: Hey, good morning Duke, it's uh, Hank Zappa, how are you?
1: I'm
0: good. Oh, fantastic. Um, You're live on the uh, Nerd Nation Entertainment Broadcast, pleasure to have you on.
1: Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate
0: most, it. Most, most definitely. Uh, everyone that's not familiar, uh, this is Duke Fakar Jr., who is the son of uh, Duke Fakar, who's an American singer and was founded in Motown, the Four Tops group. So it's right. it's an honor. It's such an honor to talk to you and a privilege. Um,
1: thanks I appreciate it,
0: man. thanks for having me yeah they uh they made incredible music you know I'm an oldies I'm an oldies fan, a Motown fan. you know I love all sorts of music um and they definitely did their thing <laughs> so <laughs> so um you know you hear all these stories about like uh childhood stars and when they grow up, uh, life gets weird and and whatnot. You know was it like that for you, or what um how did it how did things go for you?
1: well basically um when I was younger uh my dad was such a down to earth guy he's such a humble guy um I didn't even realize who he was, you know he was just my dad, that's all he was. that's all I known him to be is my dad, sure but but when I was in, going into the first grade, I'll never forget. It it's funny. Let me, let me back up a little bit. When hmm. I was in kindergarten, we had a limousine. <laughs> wow. Then, I remember we had a limousine, and I never really, I never really thought about it. It was just a car to me, but I just remember I could always, like, lay in the back and stretch my legs out in the back. I remember that. And then I just always saw him as a regular guy. But when I got to first grade, I actually went to Catholic school and had these nuns, and the nuns were always straight-faced, you know? Sure. And then one day, my dad came into school, and they were running up and down the hallway.
0: <laughs> wow. And
1: I'll never forget that because I was like, what is the big deal? And I realized that day, oh, he's a big deal. Yeah. And it, it, it took other people. It took outside my house for me to realize it. But like so said, but just get, go ahead,
0: go ahead so so having everything because i imagine you were very um you uh-huh. know uh privileged uh because of that so having it all um it i think it's harder to just you know to connect with others who may not have it all um well, did you find that in growing up when you were creating friendships well, and networking and whatnot
1: Not at all, because when I was in the first grade, my mom and dad actually divorced. So, uh, once they divorced, um, everything changed (laughs) real quick for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, We still stayed in the same house, um, blah, blah, blah. But by the time I was in the third grade, we had to move to the east side, to the ghetto. (laughs) So (laughs) I actually got to—I actually got to live the best of both lives.
0: Oh wow! Um, we went
1: from—we went from having a limousine to us not having a car at all by the time I was in the third, fourth grade, and we were walking. <laughs> so I actually got to live the best of both worlds. Uh, I, I feel like uh, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, uh, gave me that. And I'm so happy for it, like, seriously. Because on the weekends, I would get to go stay with my dad and still see how to strive and reach goals. But during the week, I had to grind with my mom. And sure. so it was it was the best of both worlds, actually. So it wasn't hard to relate to anybody, actually.
0: So, so were you closer to your dad or were you closer to your mom?
1: Um, I was closer to my mom up until... I got in high school and that I was like me and my mom and my mom was like my best friend you know she broke up when they got a divorce um they really didn't talk it was a hard divorce and it was hard on the family so I kinda was like had my mom's back and sure. you know my dad was still invited us around places and things on the weekend but I didn't really see him that much growing up cause he was working so hard and so uh, around in high school my mom decided that I should go live with him so I could be raised by a man and um yeah it actually I actually learned him after that and then I realized he was one of my best friends also so it was really cool
0: yeah that's that's awesome it's it's cool you could um reconnect and still be cool you know and yeah. and cordial and just um because i think family is so important and regardless at the end of the day friends and whomever you may meet uh like family's always there (laughs) you know and and they like really uh they don't have to be you know because whatever we may put them through or whatever they could leave us you know so it's it's um that's cool you did that Uh,
1: it's so important i mean i realized that and Everything that I've ever grown and learned, you know, I learned, uh, I realized my parents had a good idea of it. You know, my mom was a dancer and my dad was an entertainer. And so, and then me trying to be in the music industry, it really helped mold me and shape me and give me vision into what I wanted to do and how to do it. So, yeah.
0: Now, did you want to, you said you wanted to be in the music industry. And you you are, and and what, um, did you want to do that because he was, or did he kind of want you to be that?
1: Um, yeah, neither, it's so funny. He, okay. Uh, my dad played sports and all through high school, and then he started singing um, when he was 18. And when I was growing up, I didn't want any part of it, um, I, I just basically played sports. I wanted to be a pro athlete, and around in college, I decided um, I decided it may not happen for me, pro sports. And I was in general studies. I didn't have a, I wasn't declaring any major. And my mom told me to just take some time and start to uh, just look, check out everything, just really start to what I wanted to do. And I and I started to check out communications. And in and, and communications, I found film and video. Uh, and I ended up uh, transferring to Grand Valley State University. And uh, I studied uh, production there. And that's when I started to realize, wow, I can be a producer. I could do film. I could direct. I could produce music. It was all the same to me because I just started spending time in these Editing labs, and I would spend eleven, twelve, thirteen hours in these editing labs, and I couldn't spend thirteen, twelve hours—I mean, you know, twelve, thirteen hours doing anything.
0: Right, right. When I was
1: growing up, <laughs> but when I started to when I started to fall in love with production, I realized that that was my thing because I could just do it nonstop, no sleep, no food. You know.
0: Yeah, they say it takes ten thousand hours. They say it takes ten thousand hours of content to uh really really uh make it do you do you find that to be true
1: um i'm like on my 20th year (laughs) so yeah i really
0: find that to be true sure 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 (laughs) wow so that is a lot of hours there 20th year what uh what's one of your fondest moments what's your what's your fondest uh studio that you walked into that you still remember to this day when you walked in there, you were just blown away.
1: Well, I have a great story. Like we were, my dad took us on a trip to California. Mm-hmm. Um, we were real small. We were, I can't remember how old I was, maybe seven, eight, nine, something like that. And um, we go into Motown studios in California and Lionel Richie is there. And um, he's doing this song and he, and you know, you know, like when you're excited, an artist. Was, he was just—he wasn't. He was just starting to work on his solo stuff, and he was excited. And he, we come in. And he's like, "I got this song for you all. I want to play it for you all." And he played the song, and all of us kids, we go, "We don't like it." <laughs> and it, and it wow. turns out that it was his number one hit all night long.
0: <laughs> oh wow. So we're pretty That's glad funny. that he
1: didn't listen
0: to us. Yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> he didn't take our advice, and I'm so glad he didn't because he ended up make having a great solo
0: career. Yeah, I learned about myself when I when I listen to a song, I I absolutely despise of it uh, when I first hear it, and then yeah. after I've heard that song three or four times, you know, it it kind of catches me. Is that uh, did that thing. song end up growing on you?
1: Yeah, I love the song. You know, I end up loving the song when it came out on the radio or yeah. whatever. I end up loving it, and we laugh about we laugh about it all the time.
0: That's awesome
1: because it's so funny, and it, it, like music is such a perspective thing. It is. Like, it, it is. May not, it may not catch you at first, or it may be it may determine on what mood you're in, but then you sit back and then you. You listen to it in another light or another frame,
0: uh, another situation, and you're like, wait, I like this song. I find that happening a lot. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, um, and also, you know, being uh, an artist who's made it and whatnot, and you have all that around, uh, you end up having a lot of temptation. Um, So were you early on... Um kinda kinda like given temptation to where people tempted you with certain opportunities or things of that nature.
1: I just wanna say you're doing great first of all, but great questions. oh
0: wow, so, thank um, you, thank you, <laughs>
1: okay, so this is my thing with this. It's so funny, okay. People mm-hmm. always talk about the music industry and what it offers and and the temptation and all this stuff, but I mean that's in a lot of industries, right? I mean you look at you know you look at high paid people, or and then they have temptations in their uh, field. So when it came to music, my dad always treated it like family and a true business. Sure. So I, I never looked at it like temptation. I never looked at it like that. I looked at it like this is the job we do this is family and we take care of each other yes and so i never ever looked at it like that and it's kind of like it's who you do music with if you come in and you do music with your family your so-called musical family agreed take care of each other and you you have morals and and you have good judgment i mean you just treat it like a business you go to work and you come home you know it's just like anything else. Anything else. If you were a lawyer, if you decided to go to work and you come home, you do that. If you decided to go to work, go out after that and hang out and hang out all night and then go to work again, that's what you do. But I don't think the music industry is any different from anything else. There's so much temptation everywhere and any in any field. On Wall Street, they got temptation.
0: That you that's, that's
1: true.
0: Yeah, that, that's, that's so true.
1: I've always looked at it
0: yeah so um it it is true there's there's temptation everywhere we go, and I feel like um, each temptation is actually equal to any other thing you know it's like yeah. you pick your poison type of thing um,
1: yeah like for example, like when I go to work, okay so I've been working for the temptations and the four tops for 15 years.
0: Oh, and fantastic!
1: Yeah, yeah, and I understand. I understand. People say, "Oh, well, it's not. It's not like Ariana Grande's uh, concert and all these young people hanging around." But th- there's beautiful people around, and it's so funny. I go to work, I go to the shows, and then right after the shows, I'm so exhausted from just the energy. You know, the energy of the show, the mm-hmm. day, everything. I go right to bed, you know, I might go home, I'll have a couple beers, and I go to bed. It's not like I got to, you know, party, party, you know, get with this person, get with that person. It's not about that for me. It's about, man, I did my job, I'm proud that I did my job, and I'm looking forward to the next day to do my job.
0: Yeah, that's great. And it does feel good, because I feel like when you're doing your job, and you love it like it's you never work again. You're not even working. Yeah. You, you're just like really in the motion and just vibing. And I love how you said uh your musical family because that is what it is. You got to find yeah. your musical family and just That's create man. content. You know, people have said that they're making bad music lately. I don't think that it's bad music. I just think that everyone's still searching for that new sound you know every everyone's i always had this idea that um how cool would it be if there was one song that everyone liked that when you played this song and we all played it at once like whether you were old uh black white asian you name it um you know we all liked it we heard this song at once and we all liked it. I always had this like envision that that could be possible. Did you ever think of anything like that?
1: Yes, I think about that all the time and yeah. it's so funny. When I, you know, I'm uh, when I was younger, to me it almost was like that, you know? Right. Like music the, mu- the music industry was almost like that where people could hear a song and doggone the whole world that it would love it you know True. you know like dick clark you know that dick clark um number whatever the countdown he had and now or whatever but now it's like music is so spread out there's so many independent artists there's so many platforms to make uh to put out music. I feel like we don't even know where half the good music is anymore.
0: Agreed. And, <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, so
1: yes. I mean, how many times have you went over a friend's house and they played a song for you and you're like, I never heard that before, but I like it. Right. And so I had this idea, I had this idea of bringing independent music all together and it's all judged on one platform again with main music independent music and it's all competing against each other and, right. and every night we every night we share it every night we share it with a friend or we're like listen to this it gets pushed up and and I just think that way if there was a countdown not a countdown but not just a billboard, but something different than a billboard where we all know what the number one song is. We all know what the so-called number two song is. We all know what the so-called number 10 song is. Every morning we wake up on our phones, we can see it. And we can see these songs getting pushed up from people sharing them or billboards sharing them or this. And I've actually noticed how billboard and YouTube is, is starting to come together. They're, they're actually starting to work together, where YouTube is is going to be uh, counted as uh, under the billboard. That's great. so that's that's right. a great
0: idea as well.
1: right, and, I, and it's so funny, it's so it's starting to happen where independent music is going to be recognized on billboard, and then everyone's going to know, but I just feel like everybody on their phone should have those apps. I mean, everybody's a music lover everybody should have the same app. Like, it's actually, man, I just figured this out. I figured something else out. (laughs) (laughs) I actually actually feel like the phone companies should put the app. The Mm. phone companies.
0: Pre-installed. Pre-installed the app app when you get it. Yes, I agree. That would be cool.
1: You go through all the telephone companies, and then blah, blah, blah. And so every morning when we open up Instagram, Facebook, the news, blah blah blah. We're all looking at that. What's the number one song today? That because people have shared it. What's the number one? They st- you know they partyed all night and they shared all these songs, and this song went to number one overnight. Right. And I just feel like then we kind of can grasp where all the music is, but right now it's so spread out. It's so hard. Like, people are listening. Well, well, the thing... Go ahead.
0: Like, I listened to this uh, Tupac interview the other day. And he was just speaking about his idea of, like, um, how he would want to see it in the future. And he said, because right right now, the way it is, and this was in the 90s, he's like, it's gimme, 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 take, take, take. And with artists, you know, you run into that a lot where you even feel that vibe. And a lot of people, I think, miss deals because they are so like in the zone of being perfect that it ends up being weird, <laughs> you know? So, so a lot of times it may not even see the light of day. Because I was just listening to Damon uh, uh, Shark Tank. He was like, um, you know, you got to bring your next ideal, but also do I like you? That's the question. And I was like, wow. "Whoa!" That kind of <laughs> that kind of you know made me think another perspective, and right. that's so true because people, at the end of the day, they gotta like you, and it's gotta come from a genuine heart space. You know, people that's can so totally see that. that.
1: One of the, one of the four <clears> times <you throat> told me that a long time ago. Yeah, he said, "When you walk in a door, or basically when they see you on YouTube." It's basically the same concept. He says, when you walk in a door, people either say, I like this person or I don't like this person. I'm going to help this person or I'm not going to help this person.
0: Amen. So
1: That's basically basically what you're saying. And and that's basically what we do when we look at a video. It's basically what we do when we look at anything. We go, I like this. I want to support this. Or, I'm good.
0: Right. <laughs> true. Yeah, definitely a pass, hard pass. But <laughs> but uh yeah, that that's so true. I I love music though at the end of the day. Like music is such a uniting force, you know, okay. and I think we need uniting forces now more than ever.
1: More than ever. I said you that know. too. I mean, after as this goes as this as time, the time we're living in right now mm-hmm. we're gonna need music more than anything right now sure. to heal us to bring us all back together yes um, you know what's so funny I listen to music right now and it's all one emotion
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: I look at everybody and their anxieties and all this stuff and no one wants to mess with all the other emotions they have. Like, that's why slow music has really dwindled down. That's why, like, R&B
0: has, like, really... Because no one wants to be in love right now. You know, they want to suppress. Wanna be in love, but they're scared. They want to suppress. Yeah, so they're
1: suppressing mm-hmm. all these other emotions, and all they want to be the only one emotion they can deal with right now is, I want to have a good time. Right. But there's so more many emotions to deal with and to go through and to heal from it's so funny, I I, I listen, it's so funny, even when I, you know, like DJing or something like that, I know to stay in that emotion, but if I go out of it, you know, some people, they can't handle it because people cannot handle their emotions right now.
0: No, because like you were saying earlier on in the conversation, you talked about people's perception, you know, and a lot of people only can see things from their perception. Yeah. You know, so it's it's great that music and other things, you know, can can unite that. That's why yeah, like sure. there's so many so much vocabulary in the English language that yeah. we use such short words with each other because mm-hmm. we're always quick and in a rush. Yeah. You know, so but true. this whole so thing true, right? has just made us take a huge pause. <laughs> you know. So true. So, so,
1: yeah. True. I yeah.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, uh, I, I was. I kind of lost the the point, but I was just. I remember. I was in the store today, this morning, mm-hmm. and that kind of hit me. That kind of hit me about how short we are. Oh, oh, I know. Um, this time, I, I mean, everything was so fast, and everybody was so internet. Like when I say internet. Sorry, they were so computerized where they just, everything was quick, 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 True. quick.
0: Instant gratification.
1: Believe, right. So I actually believe this time right here where where the earth has slowed down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We needed it. We needed it. We sure did. Everything. Everything was so, give me that, give me that right now, give me that right now. Man, I'm watching people speak Get out the way Blah, blah, blah Everything They just want everything So like you said It's the gratification They want it so fast This time right here Has slowed us down And guess what It's probably needed This is probably From the universe To slow us down And think about What's important And and it's not always Amen. About you It's not always It's not always about About what you want In that second you know, maybe there's a bigger picture to
0: it, and maybe we just need to slow down a little bit. Yes, we do. We do. And we need to be more real with each other. You know, I think yeah, we need, sure. you know, a lot of times we're just trying to keep up with the Joneses. And right. we, so we dress certain brands or wear certain things, and we divide our own selves you know, and um, yeah. as much as people create divide, we also do it ourselves, you know, because that's all yeah, we've sure. ever known, you know. But um, yes. this time has definitely given us a time to, like, take a pause. And there is, it's like, it's like Mother Earth is healing itself because yep,
1: I a- believe
0: that. with every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. You know, so when I right. do something, though it's not vi- visible in the sense of that moment in time, doesn't mean I might not see that karma somewhere down the line, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, yep, it's I just... Agree. Um, and, and I just, real quick, I just want to say to give a compliment to music. Yeah. All right. When I, when I was growing up, everybody didn't speak the same language. Right. You know, there was this group of People that spoke like this group, this group of people that spoke like that, this group that spoke like that. But now I actually believe that music has all brought us all together. where we're all speaking on the same accord. And, you know, if you look at pop culture, we're all speaking the same language. We all understand each other. And I can go from country to country. And it's the same. I, I can go to I can go to Europe. And I can go, I'm good, we good, this,
0: this, that, that. And they understand exactly what I'm talking about. True. That is you so know, true. It's, it's so, it's, it's so and crazy. it's thanks Our to music.
1: Has, yeah, it's thanks mm-hmm. to music. It's thanks to music. It's thanks to internet. And that that right there, you know, it's so funny how they're, they're, everybody's saying we're so divided right now. And what's so crazy is I don't believe that in my heart. I don't either. Because we're all... We're
0: all on one accord. We're everybody. paying attention. Every color, mm-hmm. you know, every culture, we're all speaking the same language.
1: We're all watching the same things. We're all listening to the same things. We're all attracted to the same things. We're all this. We're all that. Amen. And to me, it's the, clo- it's the closest we've ever been
0: ever in the history of the world. That is so true. Because we feel it in each continent. Every continent yep. is affected you know so if that's not more united than anything i don't know what is (laughs) you know know. think about it we're all
1: going through the same thing right now
0: true yeah well hey i uh uh, we're almost um we're almost a little out of time and and duke you are you're a wonderful guy you are an amazing guy uh great friend and just a very good person to everybody you come around and what's so cool about you is that you level up the people around you you know that is so clutch (laughs) like everybody if they become friends with you or whatever they're gonna get leveled up at some point whether you don't continue to be friends with them or like whatever happens you know they're gonna level up and that's such a good quality
1: Wow, that's a, great, that's a great compliment. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. You're a great guy too, man. I've known for you sure. for a while. I appreciate you, man. I know that you come from all these different cultures, and you've always been a universal person that's striving for greatness, and I appreciate that. And. I want you to keep going, too, man, and reach all your dreams and
0: goals, man. Well, thank you, man. Likewise. (laughs) Likewise. Don't make me choke up on the third broadcast. (laughs) That was good, man. (laughs) You shouldn't have called me. right. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Duke. I appreciate it. And stay in touch, man. If you need anything, uh, be sure to reach out.
1: You, too. You do the same. Thanks, bro. bro. All right. One love. Talk soon. All right. All right. Peace.